gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Nathan Brennan. Happy Monday to all our people out there listening in the uh, area or live online all across the across the world. You can do that nowadays. It's crazy. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nate Bird, and this is the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Coligan Water. Plenty to, to break down today uh, as, uh, you know, the, the championship game in basketball oh, yeah. is tonight. Uh, Battle of Blue Bloods. I don't know who Roy Williams is going to cheer for, but uh, he's got himself <laughs> in dilemma there. Uh, Adam Howard joining Nebraska's basketball staff. Everybody knows Adam Howard, uh, obviously, Name brand? Oh no, I'm right, just kidding. Right. Nobody no, really no, knows no. any. So <laughs> South coaches. Alabama, right? Yeah, South Alabama. Right. But uh, he uh, he's known for his defense, and so maybe Nebraska's onto something a little bit there. Maybe a change of identity, perhaps, uh, which is uh, obviously a pretty uh, heavy offensive set for uh, Fred Hoiberg and that crew. Of course, the spring game week, so uh, spring games on Saturday. Oh yeah, uh, and it might not be the traditional. Red versus white. It might be offense versus defense just because the numbers they're working with today mm-hmm. uh, is what uh, Coach Frost announced at his press conference. So a lot of stuff uh, to to go through as we open up the show. But uh, what were your uh, what were your biggest uh, I guess what was your takeaway from the weekend? What did you what did you do this weekend? Coach K is finally retired. Uh, we can officially <laughs> say that's over. We we talked about it. I obviously respect Coach K. I think it'd be hard not to, but. There's just a history there of him making a few excuses, blaming others for losses, faking injuries, all that nonsense. Very similar to the Urban Meyer when he had a heart attack or whatever because they lost. I don't know who they ended up losing to when he faked <laughs> a heart attack. Problems. <laughs> yeah, but then they proved that it was wrong, and then he came back to coach. He said he couldn't coach anymore. It, again, I don't think Coach K's <laughs> deserves to be. Hey, Coach to that. K has faked plenty. He faked that hip injury after they lost to. Uh, who was it uh, at home? He had we, we talked spells. about it just the other. No, we talked about it just the other day. He lost to um. Oh my goodness gracious! They lost at home. Lehigh. Uh, Austin P. <laughs> Austin P. Yeah. Austin P. At home, and then he blamed his back, and then he was fine the next day. And then on top of that, he was one of the biggest advocates to play during COVID. His team turned out to be trash, and then he said it wasn't safe for them. To play yeah, anymore. he did go back on that. So one. he went back on that just because his team was bad. Again, I have my own issues with Coach K, but he is officially retired. Uh, shout out to UNC. Shout out to Hubert Davis. My goodness gracious, I I, I thought there was going to be a little bit of kind of a lag, I guess, for lack of better words, maybe a couple years uh, that it takes to get the program back together, but he hasn't skipped a beat. If anything, he's he's doing better than Roy Williams did before he ended up retiring. So uh, uh, shout out to Hubert Davis, shout out to UNC. They look like a dangerous team, man, but so is Kansas. So I think Kansas has the edge, but after the win against Duke, which towards the end of the game, they just I, I kept saying, okay, this is where Duke – pulls away this is where Duke pulls away they stayed in the game I said okay this is where Duke's gonna take the lead they're gonna take over it just never happened it's a good UNC team it'll be interesting to see if Baycott can go at 100% full strength but I got Kansas but I'm not too confident 
I like. I actually like North Carolina like North tonight. Carolina? Yeah, um, yeah it's I, I, not I, a bad pick. I would. Be, I would hold off on the on the Hubert Davis isn't skipping a beat thing, and I say that knowing that he could win a championship tonight, just because we've seen it with Kevin Ollie before with UConn when he took over for Coach Calhoun. You know, sometimes you can get uh, those uh, the recruits and kind of finish it out, and then they look good this year. Though together. I'll tell you that much. They look. They're they're interesting. They they're fascinating. They come out of the eight seed again. So you know, this kind of goes back to my argument, if they, especially if they win tonight. I don't know if the best team in college basketball is going to win the championship because of the tournament setup, but it happens. It's 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 always the hottest team, um, and uh, it it would be hard to say who the best team was this year. Um, so I I don't I don't have any problem with it. I just I think they're fascinating beyond the blue blood, beyond all the stuff that mattered with North Carolina Duke over the weekend because they have four good players. Like Leaky Black can play some defense, so I I'm not. Maybe should include him, but they they don't want to. They want to play the whole second half without subbing, and if they're forced Which to, is crazy. they dip significantly. They're not, you know, they don't have a fifth, a sixth guy. So if they have any sort of foul trouble or any injury play in, um, which happens, they're doomed. But that's yeah. why I mean they've been able to avoid that for the most part. Like you said, Baycott, uh, there at the end of the Duke game, it was uh, you're kind of holding your angle, breath there yeah. at the end. Caleb Love hits an absolute. Huge Kid's shot at the top of the key. Kid is good. I don't know. He he's is, oh, he's, he's been dominant in the tournament. Yeah, dominant. but he gets to shoot sixteen shots a game. Like he knows that, and that's his role on the team, I suppose. Yeah. But he's like he's okay. Like he was so comfortable shooting that shot because he's been able to have the green light at any time. He would be a little bit frustrating, I think, as a, as a fan of that team, uh, unless but he gets going. Like you said, when a guy's hot, he's hot. Yeah, you got the hot hand, feed him. He's averaging what twenty five a game in the tournament or something like that. It's, it's something crazy. I don't know the actual yeah. number, but he's been dominant. In- well, Baycott's averaging like sixteen point eight rebounds in the tournament. Same a game, and that's I don't even know where he's projected in the mock drafts for yeah. the NBA. I don't know, and that, that's again, that's just another perfect example of a guy like that. Why do you want a guy like that on your team? He hustles. He plays hard. He plays defense. He gets rebounds. As a 10th man on an NBA team? Give him a shot. I Who mean, cares? I, yeah. What is he, 21, 22 years old? Oh, my gosh, he's too old. I've never understood that. He'll get a shot. I just think that <laughs> maybe at best you're getting Tristan Thompson out of him. Tristan Thompson got a max at one point, Bob. Oh, I know, and he shouldn't said. have for I'm Cleveland. I'm not saying he should have, Cleveland won that title. He got the They're max. like, all right, re-sign Delvadova and Tristan well, Thompson. Yeah, we'll and give him the max. I'm like, um, maybe 22 not. 22 a year. Yeah. Insanity, but and I'm not saying Tristan Thompson's bad. It's just his game is is somewhat uh, aging out of the league, right? And he's got a certain role that he plays. He was t- a top five pick when he came out. I just kind of think that's kind of Baycott's game, but that's fine. You know, like I mean, there's a role for that. I don't know if it's uh, again projecting to the next level if that's going to um, if he's going to be an absolute star. But I'd I'd have a hard time imagining he's not the player of the tournament if Carolina cuts down. Oh, the hopes almost tonight. certainly. But yeah, see, look, uh, 22 years old and. This is a good Jeopardy slash trivia question for you, Bach. He attended Trinity in Richmond, Virginia, my hometown. Oh, nice. So not my rival high school. Trinity is a private high school. Um, I went to public school. But he is from Richmond. So uh, shout out to Richmond, Virginia. As uh, Coach Carter would say, Rich what? Richmond. Um, is that uh- <laughs> <laughs> different Richmond? That's oh, yeah. uh, Richmond, I believe, California. But yeah, man. I mean, Are you upset Virginia Tech didn't get him? I mean... At this point, it's it's inevitable. It's very similar to Nebraska. If you get, they have had one five star in uh, Virginia Tech's basketball history, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, yeah. He plays for I think the Blazers now. He was drafted by the Pelicans in the same draft as uh, Zion. 
Okay. So they came into the league together. He was a lottery pick. So uh, yeah, I know he's. Uh, but they don't. Good. They you don't get uh, too upset because there's a lot of te- talent in Virginia. Oh, As a tech fan, talent. you can't get too upset no, when guys leave the state. It's almost expected. No, it, it again. It's very similar to Nebraska. It's a football school. It, it's not a huge destination, right. especially. I mean, we're in Southwest Virginia. There's not really too much out there. It's basically the school. So you you sell kids. Very similar to Nebraska football, you have to get them on campus for the environment. You have to see what it's like to actually be in Lane Stadium and see Enter Sandman. If you're not able to get that opportunity, you're not going to be able to recruit in basketball. It's just very similar. It's football school. Always will be. You're not going to get the top tier talent. Your goal is to make it to the tournament and then see what happens. And luckily they did that, and that's all you can really ask for. Win the ACC. But I think that's kind of the blueprint for Nebraska too, right? It's I hope you make the tournament and see what happens. That's all you really can ask for. Yeah, I just I just get, you know, I kind of think of recruiting misses, especially with, you know, the, the bigger name guys that, like Jaden Ivey has, has his mom's like the, the coach at it's Notre awesome. Dame. <laughs> and awesome. He ends up going to Purdue because they overlooked him long enough. Which um, is crazy. And, yeah. then he, and then he doesn't go to IU, which I still think is insanity that you can't recruit the best kids in the state of Indiana to go to IU. It blows my mind because everyone talks about how they're a blue blood. Yeah. Well, recently it surely doesn't look like it. I don't want to get into that conversation again. Yeah, but, right. but yeah, I just again a player like Armando Baycott, I want him on my team. Kid plays hard. He hustles. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of guys that play hard and hustle, but that doesn't make you um at the NBA level you're gonna need a little more than that. No, nah, I mean you're not gonna start, you're not gonna play a lot of minutes, but a guy playing ten minutes off the bench for a terrible team, who yeah. cares? No, I'm sure he'll get a shot. I don't think I he's, hope he does. I really I do hope out. he does. Yeah, he might be like borderline first rounder. I, I think he's a think. junior yeah, he's a junior. Um so yeah, he I he I guess he could stay for another year. I can't imagine that he would. Uh, if he's a projected first round pick, I don't know I don't if he's he projected. projected. I'll have to look him up. I which think is he's insane, probably second round. Which is so crazy to me. I'm excited, um, Buck. If you guys don't mind, I just want to hop in and ask one question to Strick. If you had to draft the player right now, and it was between Bryce or McGowan's or Armando Baycott, who would you draft? Because I think that's an interesting question. Yeah, one guy has been absolutely dominant at the college level. Obviously, doesn't possess the natural ability, the natural athleticism that Bryce McGowan's has. But he's in the national championship averaging a double-double. So who would you rather have? I'm assuming that most people are probably going to take Bryce McGowan's, but I'd, I'd want to know the the reasoning and the mindset behind that. Yeah, well, certainly Baycott's a more polished player at Absolutely. this age. But, uh, yeah. I guess it's the potential. Yeah, It's, it's, just, it's always you know, potential. Yeah. Uh, but if, I mean, again, I don't think that he's that he's uh, awful. I mean, he, I think he's going to be a good rebounder uh, anywhere he goes. But uh, we'll see tonight. It's it's going to be fascinating. They have uh, that game against Kansas uh, on the Kansas side. Wasn't uh, it, as we all predicted? The Kansas Villanova game kind of got overshadowed, possibly par- partially because Villanova wasn't at full strength, so it wasn't that close of a game. Right. Uh, Gillespie really had to take a lot of difficult shots um, and was was making a few of them. But you would have needed a lot more of them uh, for them to stay in that game. So Bill Self going for his second title of all time. It's, it's kind of crazy. He's been to a few Final Fours, just one title so far that Mario Chalmers shot uh, against that Derrick Rose team in, in Memphis. All the way back in 2008, I believe it will be, if I read that correctly, the longest gap between championships if he wins uh, since Rick Pitino uh, did it with Kentucky Rick in 96, I believe, and then again with Louisville in 2013. He's, he's the perfect example, I think. I think him and... Uh, Probably Mark Few 
are the best examples of how difficult it really is to win at the college level. That's the thing. Kansas is always there. They're always a one, two, or three seed. And how many times are they not even in the discussion in the Final Four? How many times have they not even made it to the national championship, been the favorites in the national championship? It's just crazy how difficult it is it is to win. And I hope for Bill Self's sake he does win one because I know kind of recently there's been a lot of scrutiny that his teams haven't been too successful in the tournament. They've obviously had the talent. They have the five stars. They're the blue blood program. They're kind of the program. I believe they have the most wins in college basketball yep, history. Yep. So they're, they're the program, and you just can't get over the hump because it's just that difficult. So I hope he gets it. Uh, obviously... As an ACC guy, I don't want to see UNC to win, but I think it's a cool story. You Hubert don't cheer Davis? for your conference? No, I don't cheer for my conference. Uh, it depends. I was, rooting, <laughs> I was rooting for UNC against you, Yeah, you Duke. wanted them to do well all the way through the tournament now that it goes to the championship. Now you're like, to, never mind. Uh, but now I've proved my point. I, I've said all season I don't care what well, It's not like you're competing with North No, I'm competing with you Big Ten fools that think the Big Ten is the best conference in basketball, which it's proven it's not. Um I don't and I, I prove my point to this. I've, I've proved my point. I don't think there's too many people that believe that the Big Ten was the best conference in college ooh, basketball. Ooh, Buck. As far as depth goes. I would not agree with that. With depth, yeah. But that's the same argument you have with football. We've done this before. Yeah, I've done this but depth-wise, absolutely, it, it is right up there. Um, but once you get to, like, the top teams, that in, almost everybody had a problem going, like, I believe in this team for the Sweet 16. Any of the Big Ten teams, there's nine of them in the tournament, Which and not crazy. a whole lot of people said, this is definitely a Final Four team. Or, this is a team making Which, the but run. why? is that because yes the ACC schools have gone farther but all the teams that did were lower seeds other than Duke who was a two seed Miami I believe was a 10 mm -hmm. UNC is an eight um but there's more confidence in those teams which blows my mind that the Big Ten just consistently every year I was perfect example they lose in the first round of Richmond yeah are you kidding me Richmond got the big drubbed in the second round. absolutely blown out of the yeah. gym I just I don't know if it's now more of a mental thing that when they get in the tournament, it's always in the back of your head. Oh my gosh, we blow it every year because it makes no sense. Because if you asked me throughout the year who was the best conference, you have a very valid argument to say the Big Ten holistically, and even at the top when you have Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois was good yeah. for Purdue was it was a three seed and end up losing well, number one at one time this year. It lose to St. Peter's. Yeah. So what? Why is that so consistently? Not only does the Big Ten not win, I feel like we've reached the point we don't even expect them to win. What what is causing that? I don't I don't know. It's it, it, and they, they, it, it's almost like this year the Big Ten was led by guys <laughs> that didn't have t enough teammates around them to make you believe in the team, right? Like you know, Jaden Ivey maybe being being an exception, but like Kofi Coburn and I, I like like Trent Frazier and stuff like that. I'm not completely talking down on them as far as top twenty five. We're talking about winning the championship. Yeah. I'm not saying hey, these are pretty good teams. I'm saying like these are competitive for the top. I think you know, between Keegan Murray and, and, and Kofi Coburn and, and and certainly Johnny Davis out there in Wisconsin, Absolutely. there's just it, it felt like they were carrying their team, leading their teams, but you know, usually you need, you know, a, a complete team yeah. in the in the in the tournament, and I don't know how many believed. You know, Iowa was rounding in the shape, but they might have burnt themselves out in the in the Big Ten tournament. I mean, losing to Richmond's bad. They're really Especially bad. the drumming that they took in the second round, like you said. Yeah. It's just bad. Didn't look good. Uh, let's go to Jake on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 4246456. Jake, how are you doing? Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Oh, how you doing? not too good. Uh, you, you hit it right there, and I'm not a Big Ten apologist at all, but 
uh, I think after going through the meat grinder that is the Big Ten tournament, I think there's a lot of fatigue. And, you know, Iowa was pretty hot for the Big Ten tournament and then to keep up stuff like that. So, I mean, it is a good conference, uh, but I think there's a little, a little attrition on how they eat away at each other and then you reach the tournament and they're just wore out and hard to keep uh, hitting the baskets. That's all I got. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good call. And I think maybe hit on something else too because I, you know, I'm just kind of thinking of Zach Eady sitting out the final ten minutes for Purdue's loss. Is that is, the, is it Big Ten? Yeah. It's not just it's not just fatigue and grinding people out because of all the big men, but the big men um, don't always translate into the tournament. Obviously, we're seeing Baycott do that very well. There's been yeah. tournaments completely overrun by big men, so I'm not saying it doesn't. It can't happen. But it, that might play into it a little bit, too, where, like, you know, Trace Jackson Davis, all these guys that can't really stretch the floor, but they just grind you, you know, it, it, night in, yeah. night out. Um, and then when you get to the tournament, it, you know, it, it just takes one team that's pretty hot shooting threes and to outpace what your big men can do. You haven't, They haven't been grinding on all year, so they're getting a fresh go at it. And so, you know, these guys had to be subbed out, especially Edie. I just thought that was kind of crazy. You didn't end up having your seven foot four guy out there on the floor. Um, as somebody's pointed out before, he wasn't doing well when he was out there. I just wouldn't would thought that the transition would eventually happen. And Travion Williams is is very solid yeah. sub, so I'm not saying that, but you know, you just kind of think, um, you know, that's one of their strengths. So Purdue kind of just kind of took that out of the way um, and allowed St. Peter's to kind of stick around yeah. that way. But I mean, they they didn't. They, Edie wasn't playing well, so I, I, yeah. I guess I could see that. But I, I just think maybe you know, Big Ten's kind of the land of the bigs. Big usually guard play wins in the tournament, and uh, maybe yeah. that's hurt, holding them back a little. Do bit. you think we kind of saw that fatigue, kind of the onset of it, towards the end of the season? Because we saw Nebraska; they stole a game against Ohio State, yeah, and they stole a game against Wisconsin. Do you think that was just kind of the fatigue setting in that is the Big Ten? Because if that's the case, that very well could have happened in Nebraska's in Nebraska's case because they played against teams where they were not expected to win, not even expected to compete, and won to end the season. Yeah. Without so, Bryce in with, the final game. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and it's a little bit mind-boggling, but I think that fatigue aspect of it might actually have some, some validation because it is tough to play in the Big Ten. I'm not saying it's not tough to play in the Big Ten. It's just at what point do we say – You've done it all season. You're the best conference in basketball, but no one has faith on you to win the tournament. It's just it, yeah. it's it's very fascinating. It's mind-boggling that it happens year in and year out. Well, and then the other thing is um, I think some of your brand names are down a little bit. Like we've talked about Indiana. If Indiana gets going, you can believe in a, in a strong Indiana team. It's been years now, so it, it, it's starting but to fade. Indiana's perfect example. It was, I think, 2012 – when they had Cody Zeller, Victor Aladipo, yeah. Will Sheehy, Yogi Ferrell, all those guys, and they got bounced in the Sweet 16 to Syracuse in ACC school. So what? it's just a constant trend, and I don't know how to get out of it at this point. Yeah, It's not the coaching either. They have great coaches too. Yeah, and that's the other thing is, is Michigan State not at, not at its best. That's usually their best bet in the Big Ten is that you know Izzo is just Michigan, a genius in March. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan also didn't didn't live up to, to standards, even though they ended up making a little run in the tournament. Um, they probably could have been a better team, or, or were expected to have a better record than they did this year. So it's just it was just a big. And again, I I I, I know this is happens throughout 
college basketball, and it's <laughs> kind of further proves that tournaments don't really make any sense to decline <laughs> to, to, to give your champion because right, it happened in the ACC, but it happened in the Big Ten too, right? You have two split champions as far as the regular season. You have a tournament champion, and you have a highest ranked team by the end. Okay. So you got four teams, three of them <laughs> claiming a championship, that, and one right, of them that's right. actually the best that went the furthest in the tournament right. at the end, and and just looks like the best team. But you know they didn't take care of it enough on the floor. Do you have a great team to to go? Oh, that's going to be our flag bearer for the conference. I don't think they necessarily you didn't did. really have that. But then on the flip side of that, if you asked anyone that follows the ACC going into the tournament, is UNC the best bet to be in the national championship? No. Probably not. So, uh, on the flip side of that, you can have some surprises, and you just never had that in the Big Ten. And this is the you second time, it. by the way, I've seen an eight-seed North Carolina get to the Final Four. So, from now on, <laughs> if I see North Carolina, it's just one of just those take things. Em. Take well, it em. is, but it's also just one of those things to keep in mind. There's few programs that when they're down and they're not looking, like Kentucky made this run. When North Carolina or Kentucky make a magical run from the 8th seed. Or UConn, when UConn Or UConn. It. It's yeah. not quite like if no. St. Peter's makes their run. Or, or Loyola Chicago. Yeah, Loyola yeah. Chicago from from that seed. Um, even like a Marquette or something just a little bit less. Like With those teams, it's just like, oh, they're the 8th seed because they underperformed at times this year. <laughs> not because there's a talent deficit between right. they them still have five and the stars. top team. Yeah. yeah, they still have all these five stars that have, that have played together for the entire season. Um, it's just it's interesting. It, it really is. And I, I will argue with you, though. At the end of the day, the tournament still gets the best team. I think Kansas wins. I wouldn't put money on it, and I certainly wouldn't put money on the spread at four. That's That's very scary. I think Kansas wins, and I think if they win, they have proven that they're the best team in college basketball throughout the season and throughout the tournament. I think that they would be given the crown, that you could say they're the best team in basketball. Yeah, they have a number one seed. I think that'd be fair. What UNC, if, maybe What if not. North Carolina wins? Eh, then we might have a little best bit of a different in college argument. college basketball if they don't get in foul trouble and uh, don't have any injuries. But there is something to be said for them having a slow start in January in the quote-unquote perception that it's a down year for the ACC. Turns out it probably wasn't really a down year for the ACC. They were just a little bit more top-heavy than they normally are. That wasn't as deep as the Big Ten. But if you take out January for UNC and you give the ACC a little bit more credit than I think they deserved, you're maybe looking at a four seed, a three seed. Do you think a three or four seed that wins isn't the best team in college basketball? Because you could say, if Iowa went on a miraculous one run and won the Big Ten, won the national championship, Sure. I'd say they're the best team in college basketball. At a five? Yeah. I mean, I just, I hate to I'd do this. Yeah. I hate to do this because it comes down to the tournament and it comes down to, it's like the alternate reality discussion. Okay, what, you know, are there alternate realities? Maybe, <laughs> but we're in this one. So, like, You're this right. is the one You're that right. matters. You're right. Like, they could hold this same tournament. Uh, what, what if college basketball instead played 40 games instead of 30 games? You'd have all different seating, or you could have the exact same tournament played again a month later with completely Baylor different results. Baylor might beat UNC <laughs> right. in, in overtime. So yeah. it, it just you're, you know it, it's kind of uh, it's kind of silly how we like we're we're really like put a stake in the ground like this was definitely the best team in college basketball at times certainly not when they lost you know these other games right um, but, uh, but it's entertaining it's entertaining. And it makes a lot of money oh yeah. Is there something – we got to take a break, but i got to ask this because I feel like uh, it is there a little bit. Is there something missing to a degree from the Final Four or just – What do you mean? Well, I just feel like there's not – I, I think it's the 8, 8.30 start on Monday. 
There's okay, yeah, we can definitely get into that after the break because yeah. that is absolutely ridiculous. No sense. Absolutely no. And the college football national championship does the same thing. Drives me crazy. I'm glad you brought that up, Bob, because then I can go on my tirade after the break. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that when we return here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.